Welcome to Bullcaster, a talk show for all crypto bulls. Tune in to a live discussion at 3 p.m. UTC every Friday on Bullbrook's Twitter Spaces. Everyone and welcome to Bullcaster, a talk show for crypto bulls. Now here we are to discuss most exciting in this topics with the best industry experts, influencers, and remarkable personalities. I'm Konstantin Kogan, co-founder of Bullperks, and today's topic is metaverse interoperability. Uh, so we're excited to uh, welcome Chinka Gupta, who is the CEO of uh, RK Network, uh, the world's first decentralized platform providing a cross-metaverse asset interoperability. Uh, she is experienced in blockchain architecture for seven years, working in the uh, top four uh, <laughs> companies, and predominantly engaged in delivering advanced blockchain and gaming financial solutions for, for the clients, and then. Create RK Network, which I'm sure most of the bulls are familiar because you know that was the deal also that we listed and we worked closely. Uh, so without further ado, hi Chinka, really good to have you here. Hi Gonzalo, nice to meet you, and uh, it, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so so maybe in really few words, you can tell about like you know a little bit about your background and the context of how did you end up like getting excited about like, you know, specifically blockchain and then like transition to a metaverse angle. Yeah, I think, uh, thank you for introducing me and you pretty much covered it. But uh, just to give a heads up, uh, I currently am, uh, you know, I'm the CEO of Arcade Network as uh, Constantin mentioned. And uh, so my journey uh, starts from being a developer. So I come from a developer background. I started off with Accenture as my first company and, you know, then moved to Big Fours for consulting and uh, wherein I actually got a chance to actually, uh, you know, get into blockchain space and consult the clients. I extensively worked with uh, the government sector, the insurance sector, uh, wherein I got a chance to be involved in the blockchain products and uh, to kind of consult these clients uh, of how exactly to architect these products and where exactly blockchain would fit into the picture. So I think that that's where my interest in blockchain journey started. And then I eventually entered into crypto and uh, coming to the, I mean, so eventually, uh, you know, coming to Arcade Network, this was something which I, which we, we started off uh, with the gaming world. We wanted to do, uh, bring interoperability in gaming, but then, uh, you know, eventually taking the feasible step uh, first, we landed to metaverse interoperability concept with Arcade Network. So yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell. And and that's very interesting because you know the, the the market right now, the metaverse market is worth like you know um, four hundred seventy eight billion, like according to some maskers, right? And then they say that you know it's going to grow to eight hundred billion. Now there are skeptics who are saying that the these you know like even the valuation of the market is wrong right now, like, because we're not talking about like the actual revenues, right? But they, based on the opportunity, right? You know, it's, we're talking about opportunity costs right now. It's still very early, right? And um, there are more than 160 companies like are developing their own metaverse. I'm sure there are going to be much more and they, they will have to speak to each other somehow. So with this said, like, what's your vision of the current state of the metaverse industry today? All right. I mean, uh, I mean, as as per the numbers provided by you, I think uh, you know, based on one of the recent report by McKinsey, uh, which is one of the big three, 
So already uh, once some somewhere around 158 billion had been invested in the first six months of uh, 2022 in the metaverse. So and we know this fact because uh, anyhow now metaverse uh, you know coming into the limelight now big shots coming into the metaverse industry. Not only the last time we talked, uh, uh, I understand it was just meta. Now I mean everybody uh, is kind of. Uh, you know coming up in metaverse and they they actually see potential in it and that's why they want to invest in metaverse infra and uh, you know in metaverse standards so i think uh, the evolution journey of metaverse had already begin um, early in 2022 and uh, i see uh, i mean i i actually considering the value that we can get i mean it's like getting real value in the virtual world that's what metaverse is right so considering the value that you can generate uh in the metaverse world that that certainly is going to draw a lot of uh, investments and you know the numbers are anyways going to increase so i yeah. i strongly support you know uh this concept of metaverse and i think um, anyhow we, like everybody uh, is is placing their bets on the metaverse industry now So so this brings us to another interesting like you know, I would say differentiation right so, so we're talking about interoperability and like why is that important and then there's a concept of centralized and decentralized metaverses right we see that there's a real challenge like how will they work together and like some companies choose like to like meta microsoft nvidia like and others um to go one direction and there are more like decentralized uh ways how people try to uh create their their world so i'm curious what's your take on it like what's going to be the interoperability like of between the metaverses i mean when we when we are talking of this concept of metaverse i think essentially it means that you are mapping reality this physical world into a virtual world that's what you are doing now think of it this way if we have you know we have apple in 3d now we want to take it to 5d apple certainly is interacting uh, with a lot of its consumers um, you know and there are other stakeholders as well so probably if you you are asking or if you are uh, talking about taking the entire you know real world to the virtual world then certainly you would be needing those connections to establish those connections and how do you do that that's where the concept of interoperability comes into picture now again there are several layers of interoperability there are several uh, aspects of what at what level or at what domain you want to provide interoperability to for example if i talk about a bit so there is a uh, multi domain interoperability and then you know there could be a targeted domain interoperability so so that that depends of how you are moving or taking it forward but i think uh, anyhow like uh if if you are talking about these big visions uh any how to take it forward to run the metaverse economy you need connections and and hence i think you need interoperability that that's the need you cannot really bypass it so so what are the limitations restrictions right now like you know i'm just curious to to hear because you as you mentioned like we can talk about interoperability with of avatar services certain features or assets or storage and apis right so in your opinion if you would define like top 3 challenges right that we're facing today and maybe you can talk about a little bit like what's going to be in the future i think uh, i mean i can talk about uh, based on what we experienced 
um so maybe the the challenges which i see right now are basically obviously there are there are tech challenges so and when i say tech challenges they are at every layer so your graphic layers there are some challenges then the semantics then the infra then you know uh, basically the as you mentioned centralized and decentralized uh, metaverses so basically the blockchain they are running on that again itself brings in the concept of bridging you know different blockchains and then the blockchain interoperability and uh, stuff like that um i think the major challenges are going to be uh, data privacy or security uh, you know these are also something some things which would creep into future uh, i mean which which would creep uh, in uh, you know this this metaverse interoperability industry and uh, certainly you 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 just cannot uh, go ahead and and when we are talking of uh, you know mapping the entire world into a virtual world uh, all those security protocols and you know you'll have to take care of all those uh, cyber threats um uh, and i think uh, the other challenge that i see right now is adoption that that anyways exists in any any new thing that comes up however mentioning that the way it this industry had been evolving anyhow i think uh, you know the tech barriers or the ease of use for the users if, if is provided uh, anyhow the number of users can be uh, increased and uh, you know we suddenly uh, can overcome these challenges so it will take it its time but i think uh, it, it it certainly would happen mm-hmm. so so maybe let's uh... Let's talk about really quickly, like you know, what are the lessons you've learned, and uh, what is your perspectives? Like, you know, do you, what do you think? And maybe you can explain again one example of interoperability that you can see, like that's like there's a challenge, and you actually see like how it's going to be solved, and then what's going to be maybe in the future development and future advancement of technological that uh, like progress of where we're going right now. Well, I think. okay so i mean what we are doing right now uh, metaverse itself is a huge thing so it consists of uh, ai blockchain or uh, you know ar vr and these are just the technologies i am mentioning so there are other components as well you know uh, people are associating it with different domains like gaming e-commerce and then there are there are digital avatars that comes into picture cryptocurrencies comes in so it it's a mixture of all these components what we are trying to do we just are as i mentioned we just have taken a small step by providing interoperability in the gaming metaverses but i think it's pretty much the structure remains uh, more or less the same so the challenges which we could we could face initially uh, were again the adoption challenges i mean it's pretty much it was pretty much different uh, you know difficult to convince the metaverse giants to be actually adopting interoperability and i think uh, one of the reason could be the monopoly they, that they would lose so mm-hmm. anyhow you know the early movers advantage was taken and now uh, we all know the number of users and uh, the 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 value that they are making out of uh, you know these users anyhow if we open up this interoperability concept and merge the entire ecosystem we this this is going to be a uh, sustaining ecosystem wherein inter codependencies and interdependencies will have to be introduced 
but at the same time i think uh, we we need wide support from these tech giants as well from the metaverse giants as well to be coming in and pulling in uh, into this concept of metaverse interoperability talking about uh, the other challenges that we faced there were more of like the challenges wherein these metaverses were developed and then uh, changing no no standardization basically so changing their entire code could, would have been difficult so ideally our solution was to wrap our product into a saas based product so as to provide them this thing uh, the interoperability or the bridge thing as a service however it's it's more of like a protocol or a standard that we were building so, mm-hmm. so yeah i think uh, that that's about it any predictions you can share what's going to happen in the nearest time with so let's say when the technology is going to work and all the you know the the, the protocols will talk to each other that the, there will be no battle for the ecosystem and chains and it will be easily like move from one token to another and then exchange assets like you know maybe some other interesting things that let's let's dream a little bit let's uh, let's start to give people like some <laughs> exciting part what's going to happen in the near future that will actually work to their benefit and solve some problems well i think uh, with with this uh, coming of metaverse uh, standards forum wherein you know we we have all these major participants pulling in anyhow the standardization of the industry has started though very recently but uh, again it it has been started so i clearly would go with the numbers as in they say by 2030 will be you know uh, the not even by 2030 by 2025 they predict that uh, half of the 2d apps would be in metaverses so i i think i strongly place my bets over there and uh, in terms of uh, and actually you, you will i mean um, eventually when when we are investing this much in the metaverse industry and uh, you know eventually if you, if you see uh, the concept is you are anyhow uh, overcoming this uh, concept of time and space if, if you are uh, into metaverse so you conquered time and you conquered space you know if, if things could if, if everything could be in metaverse so i think this this entire idea is super huge so anyways obviously i mean you you'll need infra you'll need standardization uh, because if you're talking of uh, taking these big steps um, you know uh, there there had been ideas of uh, the rating websites coming on uh, you know uh, metaverses mm-hmm. so people meeting virtually and this pandemic thing uh, you know playing hide and seek i think it's it's uh, something which has increased the interest for you know such such concepts is already there all we need to do is uh, uh you know we, i think we uh, all we need to do is like uh, be uh, make the user interface as easy as possible because uh, the concept of metaverse still is kind of new for the non crypto world so i think to bring them there you actually have to remove all all types of resistances that are anyways present today Yeah, I agree. I mean, people are getting married in metaverses soon, so like I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of other there applications. This, there, there was this uh, first metaverse uh, wedding reception function that happened in uh, India. So it, it was in south of India, and it was the first wedding reception that happened on uh, metaverse, and six thousand users already attended it. So yeah. <laughs> 
good so now we're gonna soon there's gonna be millions maybe we'll see like you know it's gonna be big weddings you know <laughs> so, expensive you can invite the entire world yeah and ask for a, a small gift like not a lot like maybe like a hundred dollar <laughs> gift as they come you pay for the for the attendance and then that becomes a very good uh, <laughs> and you save the cost as well i mean you, you save the space and everything you call as many users as you want exactly but then you you are allowed to take gifts and then like you know birthday parties like you know uh, graduation you know there's a lot of interesting things you can do um but okay so so th- there's a lot of things we can discuss here like but i think you like for for sharing your vision and experience with us like i i uh i want to go to the community right to for them to us uh, their questions there's a lot of live questions already so we just collected um some of them so i'm going to read them to you and uh uh yeah we'll be happy to to hear more of your expertise and uh vision on this So uh Lane from YouTube is asking so do you see the future of interconnected metaverses decentralized or centralized uh will agents or corporations be secure in this uh inter interoperation it's an interesting question So basically do you see the future is centralized or decentralized for the for the interconnected metaverses I mean if the question is that uh, is the future going to merge uh, the centralized and decentralized metaverses I think technically that that is very much possible so you anyhow can make use of technology to connect those um, and also if we are talking about metaverse interoperability then removing the concept of it it means you you are working at the core level it means you are working at uh, you know the uh, basically through all the layers of metaverses and through all those metaverses uh, domains of metaverses so anyhow i think, I, think other, the, 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 i think he's asking also about the agents or, or corporations of so securing the, the like the uh, maybe data like you know right so, so it's a question more of a broader not talking about philosophical economical stance right but also about like like who do you think will take care of the data right you know because somebody somebody needs to take responsibility for providing right you know that the, the world will exist right so in your opinion where we get to the fully decentralized model or it's going to be like a hybrid i think it's going to be hybrid and uh, that that's what I, that's what we mentioned about and that's what we talked about so coming off these standards forum they are actually the standardization forum wherein you know you can actually put in some regulatory practices as well because you you'll have to if you are talking about the threats of metaverses uh, of interconnection of these metaverses and data privacy and you know security are definitely th- these are going to uh, come in so that's where these forums and uh, the, these groups would come into picture there's also an interesting question umar from youtube is asking like you know hello chinka got a quick question what is the real aim of external metaverse interoperability is it realistic to expect a metaverse that everyone will be a part of uh can, can you repeat the question for me sorry so so that's what is the, the real aim of external metaverse interoperability right and is it realistic to expect a metaverse that everyone will be a part of so the the, the second part is probably like uh, pertaining to the question like you know was there an opportunity for like a one dominant metaverse that will actually embrace everyone right and then the the first part is like 
I don't know, external metaverse interoperability. I'm not sure what's the differentiation between external and internal. Maybe you can answer. I think, uh, so it, it's not that, um, I mean, uh, I, I do not see it that way. So basically it's not just one parent metaverse, which is uh, holding these child metaverses, nothing like that. Um, um, I see metaverse as just a mapping of, uh, so the place that I'm putting in, I can put that in metaverse as well. Your office could be in metaverse. So it's, it's simply, I think, uh, now people creating their own metaverses and, and it's as simple as that. Uh, there are there are shops or there are brands and uh, they, they keep on providing you different services. So different brands or different shops or different stores open up, they keep adding different services to them. So it's as simple as that. You, you are, uh, so there are going to be different mappings and these mappings, I, I won't call it, um, I mean, I, I know people, even today, like people, uh, are confused in this concept of metaverse. Ideally, if we are talking of it, it basically means you are just mapping uh, reality, the 3D world into a virtual world. And when we are talking of uh, interconnectivity or interoperability of these metaverses, that simply means that you are connecting everything, every entity that is there in the virtual world, and they, they can actually talk to each other. Got it. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's an interesting and fair assumption. Um, and so there, there, Nakamoto-san from YouTube is asking, what is the real purpose behind achieving interoperability? What should users expect to happen from a consumer point of view? Will it take the metaverse to the next step? Again, maybe some examples that you can provide, like, you know, on the consumer level, that will be easy. Like, for example, I go to buy an asset in one metaverse, and I need to transfer it or swap to another asset in a different metaverse, right? That's it. Right now, that's not possible, right? So you, you can help with this and maybe some other practical examples. Right. So there's something called as agglomeration effect. That means that people or entities will have to join if they want to sustain in the longer run. So this concept of interoperability of metaverse is similar basically think of it as different countries maybe um, now now these countries if, if you you know if you cannot move out of new york and you cannot enter into dubai that basically that is stopping a lot of uh, that that's restricting a lot of growth opportunities and potentials that that might happen if countries open up to each other so basically it's, it's similar to that interoperability means i would say globalization in terms of you know metaverses so basically you're opening up metaverses creating different opportunities uh helping uh maybe making users it, it's both ways i mean it's not just the users but the metaverse owners as well so ideally um you are just interconnecting these countries or these metaverses and uh kind of building uh i would say unleashing various things that that can actually you know happen only if you open up uh, or if you only can talk to these other metaverses. Mm -hmm. So this world, as in like this economy is growing, uh, I mean, we, we call, the economy is sustaining, you know, uh, the, the fact that uh, the entire world is sustaining is, and globalization has a big part in it to play. So you can think of it, uh, you know, it in terms of metaverses as well. 
That's an interesting concept. And th- this brings us to another question, which um, I don't know, it's a nickname, Entertainment TV from YouTube. Um, are there uh, any universal facts uh, agreed upon about what an interconnected metaverse will be? Would you want a council of approved actors to decide on the future of the metaverse? I mean, you talked a little bit about it, uh, about like the, the organization, right? So that is trying to create like certain standards, right? Do you think maybe we need to have several bodies, like you know, create like a real government structure and how it will work in the future? Maybe what's missing in your opinion? I mean, Metaverse Standard Forum, any anyhow has, um, you know, anyhow uh, have got uh, all the major players of the market. So Apple, Facebook, and whatnot are basically the founding members. So I I think, um, you know, that if, if there are the other upcoming Metaverses and, you know, if we are kind of sticking to one standard, I don't think um, you essentially need it uh, a government entity to be regulating it. Because ideally, the founding members can do that uh, in order to prevent any any sort of malicious activity in metaverses, which obviously would arise if we are talking of development of the space. But in order to take care of that, I think um, you any anyhow can have some regulations and some some standardizations, and that, that's what is the aim of this regulatory or standard standard uh, you know body. So I don't think you essentially need government into it unless they decide to peep into. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting perspective. Um, so, so Raja, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to mispronounce this name. Raja Hapur from YouTube. Are there any companies or projects that manage to achieve true internal interoperability? What did they do right and what can be done? I mean, I, I really don't know about the other companies, but we have already done that and we are in our integration phase. And that's that's what our aim was, to try it at the gaming metaverses level first. And uh, um, I'm pretty sure that there are there must be other companies who might want, uh, who might be coming up with their own standards or with their own solutions for achieving interoperability. But all it requires is, uh, basically, essentially, it requires some standards to follow, and essentially, I would say it requires you to be partnering up with the metaverses. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So um, we have a, like tons of questions, so but I will try to uh, narrow it down to other few key ones. So um, <laughs> I would say glitch trap from YouTube is an interesting question. What should I expect my current avatar, maybe? like in Decentral, to also work in the sandbox? And uh, are these companies and others willing to accept and support the future of the metaverse uh, uh, in terms of business? So basically, he's asking, like, you know, yeah. wh- like with your help, would, would that be possible to swap, like, avatar from Decentraland to sandbox? Simple example. Well, that that is very much possible, but uh, again, this this is if we're talking of uh, the avatars. Basically, we're talking of the graphics. We again are, uh, you know, touching these three layers, which are semantics, behavior, and presentation layer of the metaverses. However, mm-hmm. these the only challenge that uh, I mentioned, you know, early as well in the call that usually these metaverses, which are fully established, they interoperability with them kind of is difficult because 
uh, essentially you would you would have to they would have to you know follow uh, a certain standard think of it this way you you already have built something a built a uh, let's say a palace and now i'm asking you to use a different kind of brick or concrete so essentially you'll have to do some changes that that could kind of be difficult but then there are uh, technically there are solutions to it wherein you know the apis and pluggable uh, solutions come into picture but um talking of the yeah, answering to his uh, you know initial question wherein the if the avatars could be same that is very much possible i mean that that can although uh, you know right now no no company is doing that because anyhow it involves a lot of uh, investment at the graphical level as well and presentation level as well so um, but ideally that is something which is achievable and that's what metaverse interoperability in one of its domain is focusing upon as well got it and so just the last going to be you know the famous last words like any anything like arcade network maybe some exciting things that you're preparing for like and we should be looking out for in this particular realm of thoughts i think one thing which we are which which is exciting for everybody is arcworks which is uh, metaverse as a service solution so we are coming out with that we already are in our testing phase with that and anyhow the bridge is completed for the businesses and we are integrating that and shall be soon out for the users as well to experience how it looks like when you actually transfer your assets from metaverse but the gaming metaverse perfect i think that will be in a perfect demonstration of the practicality of what you know what you guys are doing and um you know i i think i i've learned a lot today like you know and uh, i think for now like you know we we're trying to um narrow down to this part because there's a lot of information like you know the word interoperability like is already complicated for a lot of people so um so we want to really thank you Chinka for your expertise and for being with us like you know we want to see you more and thank you everyone for joining our podcast today uh so we are you can listen to us you know at 3 p.m. UTC on YouTube live and uh, or LinkedIn live Twitter live all the lives that you can possibly find right <laughs> every other two weeks and um uh, again uh please please ask your questions even um online when we're going to post this episode i'm sure like if there's some more questions you're going to come up with chinka will just so like answer in the comments and we'll direct it there to her um but now as of now like we really appreciate your time chinka it was uh, it will be really interesting to see the demo of how it will practically work Sure. Thank you. Thank you all and thank you Constantin for having me here. Thank you so much. Stay tuned with Bullcaster, a talk show for all crypto bulls.